Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Are you looking for a way to save a little money? What about getting your subscriptions under control? If so, then I've got just the solution for you. Rocket Money. With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find a subscription that I completely forgot to cancel before the free trial was up. I'm sure you've all been there, and Rocket Money can help me cancel it. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each and every month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With them, I can see clearly what my monthly spending is and how it compares to the month before, making saving money and taking control over my finances so much easier. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com Slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning cup of murder. It is an unfortunate fact that almost every day, new mothers everywhere come out of the hospital with some form of postnatal depression. Some simply struggle with the difficult baby blues, while others become swallowed whole by something much darker and much more dangerous. On April 7, 2006, a woman was found not guilty by reason of insanity in a case that highlighted the notion of mental health in new mothers, a case where a woman showed all the signs of something dark, but for one reason or another, never received the help that she really needed. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On November 20th, 2004, police in Plano, Texas responded to a 911 call made by the concerned workers at a local daycare who told them that they needed to speak with a woman named Dina Schlosser. According to the caller, Dina's husband had phoned the center that morning and asked if their child was there claiming that he had just gotten off the phone with his wife, who confessed to something horrible and pleaded with them to check on Dina while he hurried home. 
Needing to check on the situation, the 911 operator called over to the Schlosser home, and when Dina picked up, they could hear the gospel song, He Touched Me, playing in the background. With the music still playing, Dina confessed that she had just killed her 11-month-old daughter, Margaret. Not only that, but she had chopped off her arms with a knife. When the police arrived at Dina's home and made their way inside, they found her sitting there, covered in blood, holding a knife and singing Christian hymns. Lying near her crib was baby Margaret, arms severed from the shoulder, covered in blood, and barely alive. She never recovered from her injuries. Dina was arrested almost immediately, and police, while looking into her history, learned that earlier the same year, Dina Schlosser had been investigated by the Texas Child Protective Services and deemed not a risk to either Margaret nor her two older children. According to the records, CPS was called to the home that January after Dina was seen running down the street with one of her daughters, then just five years old, bicycling after her. When the police arrived, the child told them that their mother had left her six-day-old sister, Margaret, alone in the apartment. Appearing to be in the midst of a psychotic episode at the hands of postnatal depression, Dina was hospitalized for a few days and, after agreeing to seek counseling, was released back to the family. Having seen no indications of violence in the home, no further action was taken by CPS at the time. According to what has been pieced together from the family statements and CPS records, Dina had been struggling with her mental health from the minute Margaret was born. The same day, she attempted to take her own life and was hospitalized in a psychiatric ward as a result, and later diagnosed with bipolar disorder with psychotic features. At some point, Dina came to believe that Margaret, still an infant, was destined to marry a man named Doyle Davidson, a veterinarian who had become their pastor. In fact, the day before her attack, Dina had told her husband that she wanted to give Margaret to David Davidson. His response, according to a confidential CPS report, was to spank his wife with a wooden spoon in front of their children. Though initially confessing to her crime, Dina Schlosser became completely uncooperative during all of the subsequent interrogations. However, according to psychologist David Self's testimony, Dina had told him about a disturbing news story she had seen shortly before the attack, in which a boy was mauled by a lion, a story that she interpreted as a sign of the upcoming apocalypse. She also said that she heard God commanding her to remove Margaret's arms and then her own. After being diagnosed with postpartum psychosis shortly after her arrest, Dina pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity at her trial. The jury, after only a few moments of deliberation, agreed with her plea on April 7, 2006, and she was committed to the North Texas State Hospital, where she would stay until she was deemed no longer a threat to herself or to others. Her roommate was the infamous Andrea Yates. During her trial, a lot of attention and blame was thrown on not just CPS, but the church the Schlossers were attending at the time. At the Water of Life Church, run by the charismatic Doyle Davidson, they believed that mental health was demonic, and this belief, in part, led Dina's husband to not buy her antipsychotic medication, which she had been taking for several years and seemed to be working. Under oath, Doyle testified about his opinion of mental health, and as a result, his television ministry was canceled everywhere outside the Metroplex. After her arrest, Dina's other children were placed in foster care while her husband underwent a psychological evaluation. 
It was determined that he had, quote, narcissistic personality traits, and they did not think he did enough to protect his children. They allowed him to regain custody on the condition that his sister came to stay with him while he completed psychotherapy and parenting classes. He eventually got the girls back and filed for divorce while Dina was hospitalized. As part of their agreement, Dina was prohibited from ever contacting him or her daughters. On November 6th, 2008, it was announced that Dina would be released into an outpatient care on the grounds that she see a psychiatrist once a week, take medication, be on physician-approved birth control, and not have any unsupervised contact with children. She was recommitted a few years later when firefighters from Richardson saw her walking down the street at 2 a.m. She was released again and stayed under the radar until 2012 when a news source reported that she was working under her maiden name at a Walmart in Terrell. They fired her within hours of the report. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on April 8th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.